0: welcome to the throw it back podcast if you enjoy sports banter with a cold one or hot takes and a nice bourbon then this is the show for you i'm your host chris and each week we will dive into the trending sports topics some betting tips and give you our enlightening perspective from behind the bar come throw one back with us Okay, so we're fresh off the heels of an LSU Tigers victory when facing elimination. Jason, any thoughts? They played well. 5 nothing. The bullpen, which has been their weakest part all year, pits the shutout. Uh, This pitcher, Vackenhausen, how do you say it? Sure. (laughs) Dude played incredible. Nate Ackenhausen, six innings, four hits, no runs, seven Ks. He had never gone longer than, what I tell you earlier, three, three and a third. <laughs> so to, for him to step in and do that, I really thought, I told Jason this earlier, I said, LSU's going to lose to Tennessee tonight. I think their season's over. I just didn't think this this bullpen could do it. And Tennessee's a high-powered offense. They have been all year. So pretty impressive. Riley Cooper came in, closed it out, three innings, pits, two hits, two strikeouts, no runs. I mean, it's a clutch performance, but at the same time, we just might be prolonging the inevitable. Yeah, now they got to beat Wake Forest twice. The number one seed. Coming off the heels yesterday of probably the most important game, as I'm going to crack this beer open. As you should. We need (laughs) some catching up. There we go. Coming off the heels of the most important game yesterday against the number one seed, Wake, who we knew the winner would be in the driver's seat because winner... You get a day off, and then you only have to win one more, and yeah. then you're in the finals. Yeah, and
1: and and
0: and the loser is double elimination. So yeah. now
1: you're backs up against you gotta the wall, win. and you got to come off a day, mm-hmm. play the next day. You got to win three in a row. Yeah, you got to win three
0: games in three nights <laughs> against teams that have only won. <laughs> yes. So, props to Tennessee. I told you this, Jason, yesterday. They had 14 hits, 13 singles, that's one strange. double. That's very strange. And that's I, a team that hits a lot of home runs. And they had, you know, they came back against Stanford 6-4. But today I thought it would be a similar kind of game. They're going to just get the ground game going. They're not going to hit homers. They're just going to get some runners, play some small ball and just advance runners. Yeah, And they had runners on, but you, we saw it. They could never they had the bases loaded at one point, a couple outs. They could lots never Lots of LOBs left yes, on base. They could never take advantage. So props to LSU. At the time of this recording, tomorrow. They're still alive. They're still alive. And my pick, hey, uh TCU, how about them horn frogs, baby? Also still alive. <laughs> Good for you for the moment. Yeah, I I I know last week I said, yeah, the horn frogs, that's my pick. Cause I got it at like plus 920. I mean, hey, that's great odds. Great bet, great odds. And they were really hot. They lost to Oral Roberts. And I'm like, okay, here we go. They gotta, they gotta do the same thing. They gotta win four in a row to get into the championship series. Now they got to face the Florida Gators, the second seed <laughs> who have really good pitching and are just a better team overall. We'll see if TCU can do it
1: in my brief outlook of looking over these teams. That's actually my favorite. I, I actually, they've got power, man. They've yeah. got some bats.
0: So you think Florida wins? It?
1: I got, I got Florida taking
0: it. Florida is at the time of this, the second shortest odds. I had a picture of it because when I first got the odds, Wake Forest was a clear favorite, then it was LSU, then it was Florida, and then it went down from there. Now, (laughs) Wake Forest minus 115. Wow. Before the LSU game, they were like plus 115, plus 130, minus 115. Florida plus 170, then you got LSU plus 700. Tennessee's eliminated or Roberts eliminated. TCU plus two thousand. If you could, put, if, you, if they <laughs> come back, I mean, hey, that's a great double it down. Chris. <laughs> double, double, double down. Yeah, I might go double down, but the, bet the savings account on them. <laughs> so I think, yeah, I'd have to agree. I think Florida top to bottom is probably better than Wake Forest, but Wake Forest has really good bullpen, and we saw it in action the past couple of games against, against low LSU, scoring yep. and against Stanford too. They had to come back. They said their ace had a bad outing at two two earned runs, and he had, he had a great—he he was holding them, I mean, and that was a bad outing for him. So, just to show you.
1: Well, I mean, uh, also in a perspective, what, what we should talk about, though, is the, the best pitcher, the bitch of the bunch, is Skeens from LSU. So, yes, but and, him,
0: but he might not be able to go. That's
1: that's what I think is more the most important thing to talk about in terms of LSU, because he did pitch Saturday, and not only did he
0: pitch, he threw 120 123. 123. And he was throwing 100— into the eighth inning, like we talked about last week, he did it, yeah, and the it's masterful. so effortless.
1: It's so it just it looks like he's
0: just playing catch. It's it's <laughs> it's, it's 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 actually pretty impressive. Yeah. <laughs> so there's also been this week huge NBA news, and we we shift over to the NBA because you saw Bradley Beal get traded to the Suns, and I think that's. trade is very interesting it's because it, I I I don't are they now like a contender with them? I bet their odds big, have shifted. I oh, bet they definitely shifted. But I've seen a lot of debate like. Stephen A and all those big guys. I don't know if
1: they got better.
0: Exactly. I, 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 Did they get better?
1: I I mean, you've only got one basketball between Booker, Durant, and Beale. All those guys average over 20 a game. It's it's all,
0: all stars, don't, shooters. I, I
1: think it might hurt itself. Or I I think the 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 strategy might go against itself.
0: Yeah. I like Bradley Beal. I've always been a fan of his because he's a he's gonna get you a bucket. He's gonna get you 30. Scrappy player, good field goal he, percentage. He can he's hit from had some outside. Injury history, I think that's the issue. And I mean, you look at Chris Paul though. Chris Paul's just old now. <laughs> I mean, he's thirty-eight years old. Uh, the good old nut puncher. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, Jason is not a fan of Chris. Not Paul. a fan of Chris. Paul. I can't really hate Chris Paul because he won Rookie of the Year as a member of the New Orleans Hornets. I don't really like him now. Like, I don't. I just I don't really root for him watching him play i'm like he's there dirty is some, yeah he's, and he's dirty well he kind of he complains a lot you know he's one of those he he gets he always gets the calls because he's the vet the savvy veteran Do uh,
1: I, trust me you can youtube how many times he punches dudes in the nuts <laughs> it's it's when since jason, wake forest he has J- been punching <laughs> punching so many sets of nuts it's i'm i'm tired of it dude. so
0: when i first met jason years ago he told me about that and i was like no way man i don't i don't see that and he sends me this video and i was like wow it <laughs> kind of ruins Chris Paul for me. <laughs> yeah, keep making state farm commercials. And it is very funny when the Suns played here last year and every time he got the ball, boo. Like the whole state. And then when he fouled out, Chris Paul sucks. <laughs> Chris Paul sucks. It was uh, awesome. Hey, there's a smile on my face. So he goes to Washington and a lot of people believe there'll be a buyout. He's not even going to play. I, I was just going to say he's going to go contract, to LA. Um, he's going to go to Lakers or Clippers. and I, I think his traveling plans are not concluded. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we look at. Draymond Green declined his player option. I was surprised to see that. He declined his player option. $27.5 million, (sighs) by the way. And you were right. The Phoenix Suns are now the fourth best odds to win the title, plus 650, if anyone's interested in that. Denver, the favorite. But we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, Draymond Green becoming a free agent, it's like, will he actually become a free agent or... Is he just playing games with them? He wants a long term deal. GM Dunleavy says he wants him back. Uh, that could just be a public cry for help. <laughs> I don't know
1: if that's genuine. Um, Draymond, Draymond is, Green's an interesting player. Um, he's always had baggage because he's he gets technicals and he. Oh, he's.
0: Yeah. He's dirty. He, he, you he talk, talk about dirty. talk about nut punchers. He, oh, he's a nut kicker. <laughs> yeah. He kicks, man. He, I just didn't like how. And it bothered me in the playoffs. You saw it first. Oh, ra- uh, yeah. First round against the Kings, he's physical. He's, you know, Him he's it's a all bonus where the they're going getting at it. each other's throats. Second round against the Lakers, what happened? That went out the window because he has a friendship with LeBron James. You mm. didn't see the same thing. So I'm like, if he's leaving, he's going to L.A., he's going to so? team up. Yeah, that's my okay. that's my all opinion. Right. If he's leaving, he's just going to go team up with LeBron, help LeBron get another title. Which, I, I mean, I hate to see that just because I don't like him. <laughs> but that's just my opinion. I think. Wait, wait. Are you talking about. Are you talking about. Both of them. Okay. I don't like either one. <laughs> I don't mind him on the court. It's just the off the court stuff. And Draymond really on the court. It's like, come on, man. But he's one of those guys. If he's on your team, you love him. you lo- love the, him. That's the thing. And if he's not, you're going to hate him. Yeah. Like, if the Pels had him, I'd, I'd like the He'd guy He'd be your favorite player. Just like, uh, what's his name? Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder, <laughs> everybody hated Jay Crowder. I don't even think he's really playing much anymore. He was uh, he on the Bucs last yeah, he, year. I was just going to say, he played for the Bucks, he but he was bench, a lot of minutes. bench roll. So Jay Crowder was the same kind of player. Everybody hated him. And then when he got on your team, everybody loved him. <laughs> it was the same thing. Uh, in terms of
1: Draymond Green, I, it, it's going to be interesting because because of the baggage he has, because of... I, I, I don't know... He has a different style
0: of play too. He's not a shooter. No, he's, defense first. He's deep. He's all D. He got a triple double without scoring once, without ten points. Yeah, he had I was like, just he had say like say six points. points,
1: which is actually kind of impressive. But <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. So he's impressive. But we can move on from this. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't have much to add as you as you noticed. <laughs> Should we leave that part in? We can move on from this. All right. So moving on from Draymond Green, we have to talk Zion Williamson as we are in the New Orleans area. there we go it is throw it back after all uh Zion is possibly on the trading block and one interesting one I saw was Zion to Portland in a three-team deal with Charlotte we would acquire I say we as in the Pelicans would acquire Gordon Hayward and the number two overall pick we would give up the 14th pick and Zion and somehow Anthony Simons and another pick are involved I think Anthony Simons would go to Charlotte and a pick would go to Charlotte. And then Zion and another pick would go up to Portland. And we would get Gordon Hayward and the second overall pick. Because they're targeting a guy named Scoot Henderson.
1: I've heard who about. I, I don't
0: know. <laughs> I don't know much about. I hate to say that, but it's he's a G League guy. So you didn't really, unless you watch the G League. Nobody watches the <laughs> G League. Besides friends really and family. They said he was players. arguably the best point guard in the G League, which is a good thing. Inconsistent shot, which is... Something, that's,
1: that's something you can improve that's something on. Though. You can
0: improve on. We have a great shooting coach. You've seen it with Trey Murphy. You've seen it with Herb Jones. Is starting to get there. Lonzo Ball, when he was here, his shot drastically improved. So I wouldn't worry about that as much because he's a pure point guard. From what it seems, he's a smart yeah, passer. He's, he's six two. He ain't yeah, going to go inside. I looked inside. at some highlights of him. He makes good plays. He's not going to turn the ball over a lot. I'm like, if that's who they want to go after, I'm kind of all for it because you still have Is that worth Zion? That's my thing. <laughs> is it worth Zion? Because I, when, we, I, when, when I, flashes of Zion happen, it's it's, it's highly incredible. incredible. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's and he's shooting 65%. I mean, the let's
1: let's let, okay, let's break this down by starting to, the about start the conversation off with just Zion. You know how I feel about him. He is a superior talent. Mm-hmm. He is like we were just saying, he's Highlight reel worthy every game, but he's never healthy. (laughs) He cannot stay on the court. And for me, the, I mean, you've heard the line before, best ability is availability Mm -hmm. and he just does not. I'm sorry, because of that unreliable. I know the ceiling is higher than, uh, than the clouds. He he could be one of the best players in the game, but he's not right now
0: because he's not available. Yeah, that's the disappointing part. It's like, I've seen him play in person. We've seen him play in if person. If you We've know this guy
1: can play minimum 60 to 65 games yeah. a season, then he's worth more than just the number two pick, in my opinion. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, but you don't know that. That's, uh, that's the problem. Uh, you're <laughs> right. And, that, and then there was off-the-court drama, too. He, that was kind of <laughs> interesting. I did a little research on that. So the woman that was blasting him, her Twitter account's now At the time of this, now deactivated. Oh, really? It's like suspended. Ah. The uh, escort that was like blasting him. (laughs) So we'll see. I mean, I don't pay attention to all that stuff. I pay more attention to on the court and how's he looking? Is he looking in shape? Is he working out? Is he playing? Yeah. Like (laughs) guys, other guys that Pelicans have are like in the gym right now. Yeah. They're in the gym. They're yeah. focused on basketball. You don't hear of the Brandon Ingram drama. You don't hear of the Jose Alvarado drama, the Larry Nance drama. You don't hear of that. You hear of Zion Williamson's baby mama and his escort that was, he was spitting in his mouth. There's some <laughs> shit like that. So, but Brian Windhorse, we know who that is, NBA analyst. Mm-hmm. He said, this is a quote from him, Zion likely won't be a Pell by Thursday. That's a strong quote. That's a strong quote. I read quote. that as this well. This is and... Tuesday night. The draft is two nights from now at the time of this. And I'm like, if they're gonna make a move, yeah, now would be the Now's time. Now's the time.
1: But I again I, I I don't like
0: Zion because he doesn't play. Now that sounds <laughs> the bad. only thing. That's <laughs> the only thing you hate about. It. And no, I think Pelicans fans would agree with you. And they they would say, like, and I've heard this all year like, do you trade him? Do you what do you do? And people are like, Oh, ship him, ship him off somewhere where you can't play somewhere else. He's just such a dominant force when he is healthy. So I guess that's the holdup. Is well, hold on, because what if he, what if he, all of a sudden has this great offseason and we have him for seventy games next year? Or what if he turns the, into Greg Oden? Yeah, that's and that's the comparison. You'll never
1: hear from him again.
0: That's the comparison. So
1: now, but I'm I'm agreeing with you in this. I don't think I don't think Zion Williams is worth just moving up twelve spots from fourteen to two. I think he's actually worth more than just that.
0: Well, we're not gonna get. Number one, for We're not I mean, going to get no, Wemby. No. No, nobody's nobody's getting him. <laughs> no, nobody's getting Wemby. I don't know. Besides I think, the Spurs, I think two and a veteran is a decent trait. Gordon Hayward though is not the same Gordon Hayward he was like five years ago. No, he's not. Like he, I liked him in college at Butler. I liked him when he played for the Celtics. He's you know? serviceable, but he's he's a throw-in. Yeah, he's he's kind of been inconsistent over the years. So we'll see. Like as that develops, I don't know because now. You're seeing more talks of maybe this is all talk, you know, just talk today. Like I saw that today. Like maybe this is just to rally up to yeah. say, Hey, where there's smoke, not- there's
1: fire, man. There's something going on there. I, I will say this right now. GMs all over the league are making calls. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, and it's not just about draft picks. It's about Zion. It's about, I mean, Beal got traded today. So is there, it's a lot of wheeling and dealing going on right now. Uh, a lot of stuff, um, <laughs> behind closed doors, that's going to be entertaining to see how it plays out.
0: Yeah, Jason, it's funny. There's another possible trade I looked at. It's him going to Detroit. So the Detroit would get Zion. Pelicans would get number two overall pick. Boyan Bogdanovich, Isaiah Stort, and Charlotte would get number five and 14 in a three-team deal. I I'm do a like Bogdanovich. Uh, good shooter. Big fan of Boyan Bogdanovich. Number two overall pick, obviously you would pick Scoot Henderson. So you have your point guard of the future right there, Isaiah Stewart. I think that's a throw-in, but hey, he can be impactful. We could use another big. Definitely six, need a big off the bench. Six, eight, 250. I mean, he's a big dude. So we'll see. Uh, it's we got two more days. It, if anywhere, that's kind of my favorite choice, but I I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think Detroit's gonna get involved at all. It's either Maybe gonna be nothing happens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, if it's, it's a trade, it's either gonna be Charlotte or Portland or nothing. That's what we've Portland learned Portland would be interesting just because you'd be
1: able to see Lillard and Zion together. So, I mean, that's that's quite a duo. Yeah, that's what we've
0: learned. So we're going to move on. We're talking about one hit wonders in sports. And I know Jason has a few. I have a few here. Basically, the question is. Are these teams going to get back there? Are they going to do it again? We're going to keep with basketball. The Dallas Mavericks, 2011. They got close last year Western Conference Finals but we all knew like they just don't have the team to get past the Warriors.
1: That that Dallas is interesting because uh, that that Dirk run by the way I don't know if you remember
0: it, it he was dominant. It wasn't they weren't supposed to even be they there. They
1: weren't that great of a team but he took them and man his shoulders were sore after that because he just carried that team. He was spectacular to watch. It was I remember watching that and just being inspired watching him. Because he was just dominant, and it was cool to see him just take over. And I mean, that's why he's he's in the hall.
0: <laughs> yeah, and deservedly so. Do you think your opinion? Will they get back there? Will they do it again?
1: I think they have a chance because of Cuban. Cuban likes taking risks. He's got the money to do it, obviously. I didn't like their play on Kyrie. I thought that was stupid and epic I, fail. Yeah, that's. I uh, it turned. I mean, I I could say this now in hindsight, but yeah, they 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 don't they. They've, For they've fucked Luka that up. Luka
0: Doncic, who's like, he looks like a little kid out there having fun. For him to come out post game and say, I'm not having fun anymore. That hurts. That's like, <laughs> yeah, you messed up getting Kyrie over. And it's, you can't just point it at Kyrie. I just think they didn't I mesh. I, I hate they didn't mesh Kyrie. well.
1: I don't think he's. <laughs> I, there I
0: don't, you have it, folks. Jason hates Kyrie with all of his being. Hot take. (laughs) There's your hot take for the day. (laughs) All right. So what about the Raptors? Twenty nineteen, Kawhi Leonard team. You know, some of that team remained intact, like Fred Van Van Fleet Fleet, and Pascal Pascal Siakam. Some of those guys remained there, but we knew Kawhi was Kawhi was the team. He yeah, and he carried the team. Similar to Dirk. From, Similar to Dirk, but they, they had Jason Kidd. They had, like, Sean Marion was still... He had some wow. savvy you're veterans. You had some blasts Yeah, pass. you past. some. Like you had some names there. But the 2019 Raptors, I think Nick Nurse was a good coach. I think he's he can get you there. But also, yeah, you had Kawhi Leonard, who at the time was... That's peak Kawhi oh, he Leonard. Was, he was Pre- a
1: defensive magician. Yeah. And just, just a... Dude, he was smooth. He still is. Um, but at that time, when he was... Man, when he was rocking with Toronto, because I I recall it specifically because that's when the Bucks were starting to hit their groove with with Giannis, and Giannis could not get past Kawhi. Kawhi was
0: he, mm-hmm. he was a difference and the maker. The Philly game when he hit that game seven uh, when it rattled around wow. the hoop for from, like from, seven times from, went. from
1: from the that was a prayer yeah, of from, a shot from the three point line fate falling out of bounds <laughs> yeah.
0: They had uh, Danny Green too on that team. Good call, Danny Green. Yeah, they had they had a squad and. It's like, in my opinion, do they ever get back there? It's gonna take them like twenty years. Uh, yeah, I, I just don't see it. I, I don't see it right now for yeah, sure. I, don't, um, I just don't see it. I mean, and hey, anything nurse can is happen, gone. Most of that team's gone. It's it's gonna take a while. It's gonna take a while. All right, how about the Cavaliers? 2016, LeBron James, Cavaliers. Yes, they got back to the finals again with him, and then got swept because of LeBron. Because of LeBron. LeBron carried them. And we go back to LeBron here. He just did that. I mean, you look at that team. He averaged. There, there was a graphic I saw. He had the the most points, rebounds, and assists of that team. That's Well, I mean, that's also LeBron. But that might have been the 2017 team. But either way, it's like, do they ever get back there? That was their first one. Their only one.
1: In my opinion, not in the next five years. No. Well, I mean, let's... Their division, they have Giannis to deal with. Yes. <laughs> Giannis is not going anywhere right now. Yes. So I, I'm going to say no, at least not for the foreseeable future, unless something. Donovan Mitchell,
0: he's not going to get you there? Good player. You need more. I do like what they're building there. I like their guards. But uh, yeah, I do think you need more than that.
1: wait, All wait. Right. Just really quick. You brought up an interesting point that I think pertains more to basketball than it does to other sports, and that is the dominance of one player. Mm-hmm. Uh, in basketball, you've got a starting five, yes. meaning you can have a guy. A guy can carry you, like your team. Yeah, it's not we as just, common. We just gave examples: Dirk yeah. Nowinski, <clears throat> excuse me, Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard, Jordan, of course. Yeah, but, but there are specific examples of one player just carrying their team through the playoffs and into a championship.
0: Yeah, and yeah. the last decade, it's not as common. You no, see these because these you see these quote, Voltron super teams. Teams. super teams. Yeah, yeah, and LeBron kind of started it. Even though people argue that it started in the 90s it's with Jordan and and it started with Kobe and Shaq and you know, the Celtics in 08 had the super team. But it's like it the whole thing with the decision kind of messed things up. It's like then you had players. Just, it's interesting to look back at the decision, yeah. the ripple effects that it has <laughs> the, had. Yeah. And then KD bouncing all around, ring chasing. He's, it's like yeah, that's all he's doing. is It's ring like, chasing. all right. So you don't really see it. But I love that, though. I love those days in the NBA. Where it's one guy and pretty much carrying the team. Anyway, so we go to baseball now. Jason, you're more of a baseball guy. The Angels in 2002. I don't see the Angels getting back anytime soon. They've been a dumpster fire. The irony is that they have had two of the best
1: players of the last 20 years. (laughs) That's wild. And Mike Trout and Shohei Atani, the unicorn. Yeah. They should (laughs) They paid a lot of money for Anthony Rendon, who's been on and off the I.L. The Angels should be so much better than what they are right now. Ironically, they're playing the best that they have in the past few years. I want to say a good 10 games over 500, maybe not that many, but they're actually over 500. The last couple of years, they finished 500 or below, which is which with that talent, that two and number number two, number three hitter. Otani and Trout.
0: (laughs) That's pretty wild. Did they ever get back there? Do they ever get to a World Series again?
1: We're gonna find out after the trade deadline because They're if eight Shohei, over five
0: hundred, by the way, eight that's
1: that's impressive. Forty-one to thirty-three, tough division though. But yeah, in terms of in, in terms of the future of the Angels, at least in the next decade, we're gonna find out the trade deadline because Shohei is gonna be the topic. Yeah, this is his last year coming up on the contract, so if you are gonna dump. Then you sell him, and you get a boatload of prospects, and uh, in return, and you just work with the new the new
0: regime you got going. So, do they get back there? Yes or no? Anytime soon? I think five years. No, no, ten years. No, twenty five years. <laughs> We're not doing this anymore. <laughs> All right, next team: Arizona Diamondbacks. They won it in two thousand one.
1: That's baby snakes, only. baby. That's amazing. baby that's, snakes. It's my Number favorite one team in to the watch NL. Right
0: Number one in the NL right now. Still, they were last week. They still are. Forty four and twenty nine. Yeah, they're they're tough. Actually, the Braves passed them. Sorry, forty seven and twenty six. Chop on. Chop dick. <laughs> but Diamondbacks are right there. So. And they're going to be a tough out. In the and post-season. the
1: Diamondbacks are doing this in a division with the Dodgers and the Padres, two of the top five payrolls in baseball. Yeah, that's why. You, hey, man, this they're they're fun to root for. I'm saying I love them.
0: San Francisco, our San Francisco under bet is uh, not looking. I mean, are they going to fall off at some point, Chris? <laughs> since our last podcast,
1: they've won every fucking game that they played. <laughs> so. I am. And and these are games in which they're down like four runs in the eighth. And I'm like, okay, that game is over. And the next day I check the box score. They (laughs) they won by by three and 11 or
0: 85 and a half or something. Just just I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Moving on. All right. So there is two NFL ones. One of them hasn't won a Super Bowl since the what, 60s? <laughs>
1: the J-E-T-S?
0: J-E-T-S, J-E-T-S? J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. So Joe Namath was the quarterback back then. Uh, Monumental Super Bowl win. Guaranteed. Do they ever get back? Uh, 1969, 16-7 over the Baltimore Colts was the last time the New York Jets won a title. They're 1-0 <laughs> <laughs> in the Super Bowl. Uh, do they ever get back? It's it, it's, got, the, it's it's this year a bust. I
1: they mean got Aaron Rodgers, uh, you got Rodgers. They're
0: trying to load up around him. They them. got
1: the defense. You mean you got a defense coordinator as a head coach. This is the time. The time is now. Uh, they're all in, obviously, because of what they gave up for Rodgers. Um, I don't think so because I think the AFC is still. Is, excuse me, is so stacked, including that division. I mean, you, you're you're going against Josh Allen in that division alone. So yeah. if you don't win the division, which is, that's likely considering the Bills are in it. Uh, Then you're playing as a wild card away teams at Kansas City, at Buffalo.
0: (laughs) I just, I, yeah. And we all know like this, the AFC of probably again, it's going to go through Kansas City, probably again. It's it's going to be going through Kansas City for a long time. Yeah. It's just, that's unless someone comes out on, and I know down here we got a lot of Bengals fans, by way of Joe Burrow, LSU, Jamar Chase. Fun to root for. They are very fun to watch. Very talented. I'm a big fan of their receiving core. That's arguably oh. the best receiving core in the Studs. NFL right now. Studs. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, all these guys. Very talented. And you have one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Not only just the AFC. He's probably top five in the league right now.
1: Mm, I could, yeah. yeah you I'd, could make that argument. You could, you argument. could say
0: Mahomes, Allen. And then who? Burrow, <laughs> Burrow, right there at three. I got no problem with Burrow in the top five. I think he's definitely Start, top five. So, moving forward. Yeah. So the question of: Do the New York Jets ever get back to the Super Bowl, or are they a one-hit wonder? <laughs> not anytime soon. Yeah, I know you're Packers guy. Jason's from w- Wisconsin. We told you this last week. Packers guy. So this is a little hard for him. <laughs> he's sitting. He's holding back tears right now.
1: Ah, uh, let's not get crazy. But could, I, <laughs> I have had a lot him. of. I have had a lot of, um, you know. Text messages refer referring to Rogers and his um well his him moving on to New York,
0: which seems pretty happy. Um That's what he wanted. He came out saying he wanted to be a jet. He after his uh, darkness retreat, you know. Uh, so he went in total darkness for what, two weeks, ten days? Five days. Good for him. I don't I don't <laughs> whatever.
1: Um in terms of the should jets, we do that, Jason? should
0: we go in a cave for a week? No. <laughs> That's it. That is an easy, easy answer. We're live answer. with the Throwback Podcast <laughs> from the darkest cave on this side of the Pacific Ocean. You continue that promo <laughs> while I drink while I slam the rest of this. Yeah, what are we drinking? Because the next team is going to be uh, an interesting debate. Um, Jason's drinking Zippin' <laughs> Pippin' IPA. It's by way of me. I brought it. That's why. It, what do you think? It's from Ghost River Brewing, Memphis, Tennessee. It's doable. It's not something
1: <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm an IPA guy, so I got no problem drinking it. Um, it's not something I would choose, but it's not, it, it, it's, it's not
0: making me, you know, cringe. I'm, I'm good with it. Yeah. I got you. But it's not like exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm drinking something called first pitch pale ale. It's by rally cat brewing co in honor of college world series baseball season, you know, in full swing. Had to. Had to pick some up. They're at Total Wine. They have a bunch of different ones, too, like with funny names, like the Omaha Dreaming. (laughs) Omaha Dreaming Sour Ale was one. They had one uh, with like Sandlot names. They have all kind of funny names. They're out of Baton Rouge, so fairly local to the area. Not bad. I like a good pale ale. But we will get back into this because the next team is uh, near and dear to me. And I hate that they're even on this list, but they are. (laughs) (laughs) The New Orleans Saints. Um, We all know incredible run with drew Brees back in 2009 13 and 3 super bowl win over the colts and we haven't been back to the super bowl since and we all know what happened in 2017 minneapolis miracle the next year was the year you go 13 and 3 again you get back to the nfc championship and what happens i'm kind of past it now like emotionally it doesn't really upset me anymore it will always resonate but it's like something you really don't forget about you know you don't forget where you were you don't forget what happened i will say i forgot
1: that it was back to
0: back back -back years back years that it was a
1: minnesota Minneapolis miracle minneapolis miracle
0: which was we refer to it saints fans refer to it as the meaningless miracle because the next (laughs) game was what 38 to zip they got the eagles 38 to seven or something I, I mean, have nothing hey, I, against the fans. <laughs> I have nothing. I want to say that now. Nothing against Minnesota fans. I just can't root for the Vikings ever. Fantasy football draft Justin Jefferson all day. But the rest of them, I don't care. That makes us even better friends <laughs> because of my Packer allegiance. So I, just I can't, always hate the I Vikings. I can't root for them, man. I'm just like, I can't. after all that, I'm like, I, I don't like them. And ironically, back in 09, who did we beat in the NFC Championship? The Minnesota Vikings. Headed With by Brett, Brett Favre. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like, it's a rival. And the following year, after the NOLA no-call that we referred to it as, we played the Vikings in the playoff game at and, home. And lost. And lost in overtime. That's right. So it was back-to-back-to-back to back to back years Jesus. of this heartbreaking what a, ends. What a fucking rough run. Of and I losses. knew the 2018-19 team was the team that could do it. So I'm kind of like over it. But after Drew retired, I knew in my head – we might not get back that there. For window, a long, long, that long, long window, time. that window might be closed. So, Jason, it pains me to say, are the Saints a one-hit wonder team? Will we get back? You have your
1: best chance this year, and I'm going to say that because I looked at these starting quarterbacks. I believe they're all different. From last year.
0: <laughs> every quarterback in the NFC, in the South, NFC South is different. Is starting different Every starting quarterback, year.
1: assuming no injuries happen, heading into this upcoming year, every quarterback is different. And a lot of them are bad or <laughs> unproven.
0: Yeah, you look at uh, Baker Mayfield. I mean, bad. I love the, the <laughs> video sorry. floating around on Twitter of him throwing a pass to a six-foot-four <laughs> tight end and he overthrows him. And there's no linemen. There's no defenders. Yeah, this is a skeleton drill. <laughs> No pads, nothing, and we were just like, "Great pass, man!" And then, who's their backup? Kyle Trask, who has Florida to, guy, right? Yeah, he, Florida, <laughs> he's great in college. He's backed up Brady for a year. He hasn't done anything. He hasn't played. We don't know what's gonna. We, we don't know what's gonna happen there. And then you look at uh, Carolina, and I've heard this. People have said, "Oh, and Bryce Young, man, Bryce Young is the best quarterback." It's like he hasn't taken a snap yet. We don't know. <laughs> and everything I've seen, social media wise, he he's looks tiny. like a dwarf. He's like, he's. <laughs> He, they got him listed probably 5'11". Generous. But listing. I think he's like 5'9", 165. <laughs> he looks so small. He
1: Whenever they show him in the drills, he's and what did the on Saints his tiptoes do? looking over <laughs> his, his <laughs> offensive lineman trying to throw What the did ball. the Saints
0: do in the offseason? They loaded up. Loaded up on defensive linemen. I'm sorry, dude, wait.
1: but the Saints. This, this is, is this, the window. This uh, You have the, this division is going to be terrible. And the Saints should dominate it. Like, I'm sorry, people, you heard it here first.
0: (laughs) But the futures bet lock is the Saints winning that division. There we go. There we go. Well, so we could get back is is what we're talking about. We could. The Saints. And you're in the NFC. The NFC is very weak. It's weaker than, like, you still got the Eagles, but it's like. It's weaker than what it's been in years past. The, yeah. a, it's, the AFC is very top heavy right now. AFC with is, three or four teams that could win it all is the
1: dominant conf- conference right yeah, now. They used they to are be, the,
0: the, the the It used to be the NFC be the eighties and the yeah. So yeah, but you know, coming up next is our best segment. Don't be that guy. And I know Jason has <laughs> what'd you call it a string order? Yes, people. Dear God. So please, we're going to explain what a string order is, uh, for those of you that don't know. For some of us in the business, we call this the string order. Um, If you're a poker player, this probably
1: will have some relevance to you. So (laughs) what it is, is what we hate as bartenders is when a customer walks up to the bar. uh, You know what? Let me break it down like this. I consider myself very professional. So what I do as a bartender is I will ask what you would like and as soon as you give me your order i will repeat that order back to you and after doing so i will follow up with is that all and every single time a customer will respond with yes i will go to make the drinks however many they are come back and 9 out of 10 fucking times <laughs> while i this is mostly at Bur- on bourbon street <laughs> but 9 out of 10 fucking times this Imbecile will respond with, "Oh, I also need." Well, that's too fucking bad, or at least that's how I feel. I really Jason's want to. Really pissed off about this. I want to put ice in my shaker and throw it at you <laughs> because you are an idiot. Because I specifically said, "Do you need anything else?" I cannot tell you people how many times I've actually said, "Do you need anything else?" Multiple times to the same customer because I keep going back and making drinks in my well. So, people. please (laughs) please, for our benefit as well as yours don't be that guy
0: okay on that i'm gonna go get a drink mine so jason had an interesting one mine is more don't be that person that orders that drink that you got that one time from that one place (laughs) when you say things like hey i had this cocktail at this place it's it's uh two blocks over yeah can you can you make that I had this blue Hawaiian Curaçao slam. Can you make that? It's like, no. <laughs> For one, I don't have those ingredients. That's one thing. Two, I don't know what the hell they do. I don't know their measurements. I don't know what is in it. I don't know what liquor they're using. You could tell me, oh, it's vodka, wood vodka. You could tell me, oh, it's gin. Oh, it's this. That's, that's a baseline. Cool. Don't do that. We have a whole drink menu. Every place I've worked has a drink menu, specialty cocktail menu. It's like <laughs> my thing is try something new. <laughs> like for one. Also, if if you if you order something like off the wall and I don't know what the hell it is, just tell me what's in it and I'll try my best, but don't be like, "Yeah, man, I had this one raging Cajun ale <laughs> punch from down the street. I'm not going to be able to recreate it." For this one, is the customer that
1: orders a hand grenade. <laughs> from Tropical Isle, then walks up to a different bar and says, hey, do you guys have hand grenades? <laughs> no, we don't serve
0: those. Oh, well, can you make something similar? No. No. <laughs> so for one, I, I'm i not that bartender. I don't know what that person, he or she did to make your experience cool over there. I am I can't recreate that for you. You had that one great time, that one great drink. This will be a different great time, a different great drink from a different person. Just don't do that. Just order something new order something fun, whatever, whatever it is. And if you want that drink, go back to that place where you had that drink that one time. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. There you go. Jason, what are we throwing back tonight? I see you poured me one. (laughs) Yes, I did, sir.
1: I'm sticking with bourbon because I drink IPAs and I believe those go hand in hand. So we're going a little high end here. Um, This is Jefferson's Oceans. So good. It is. It's. I will say it's an expensive bottle. It's, eh, well, give or take, <laughs> <laughs> depending on your area. And depending on how much you
0: like it. I, I, I find it absolutely delicious. So, Jason, this bourbon's aged seven to eight years-ish on land first. Then they put it on the ship and put the barrels. They rest them there for about five to ten months. So it gives it this whole different dynamic, you know, with the weather and all that. I like the fact that it's on
1: C, meaning you're going through the waves. So inside these casts, these barrels, it's swishing around. So you're just you're, it's, it's it's fascinating. It's interesting.
0: And the flavor is just that it's it's fantastic. Exactly. And it's about 75 ish, 75 to 80 in the markets. It's 75.99 a total wine right now. So you could say, yes, it's on the higher end. But, you know, it's worth it to me. Agreed. So tonight, we're drinking Jefferson's Ocean. But whatever you're drinking, throw one back with us. Salud.
1: Oh, that's fucking good.